Hello, 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 my friends and neighbors. Welcome to another hopefully spectacular episode of Tracks from the Treehouse Lounge live with your good buddy, Mortimer Magic Main. That is me. Welcome, one, welcome all. It's another beautiful day here in the treehouse. As you can tell, the orchestra is at work and on time, led by their fearless percussionist, Terry. What up, Terry, man? I see you over there. I see you. <laughs> All right. Okay, excellent. Uh, I wanted to start off the show today by giving uh, giving another shout-out. We are international, and this one is going out to the listeners in the UK. Uh, more specifically, England. I uh, hope that didn't offend anyone in England. Okay, right on. Yeah, more countries the better. Let's go. Let's take let's take it places, baby. Let's Let's hear a new song every day. You know, let's uh, learn something every day, and uh, we just uh, get high up here in here in the lounge, and we stay high in the lounge. You know, that's how we do it. We have fun. Okay, so speaking of fun, we are still in the A's, and today, as you might have noticed from the episode title, <laughs> but today we're listening to Aerosmith. Aerosmith. All right, one of the best-selling hard rock bands of all time. Over 150 million records sold worldwide. Uh, these guys, just just a gigantic band, uh, just legends of uh, American rock and roll. Formed in Boston in 1970, they were actually so big over such a long period of time that they had different periods of success, uh, in my opinion. Mainly uh, the 70s, their emergence and their breakout, and then the 80s was kind of like. The early part of the 80s was kind of the lost decade because of um, a lot of drug abuse and substance abuse going on with the band, namely uh, singer Steven Tyler and guitarist Joe Perry, who were known as the Toxic Twins. That's a pretty famous nickname. Uh, so by the early 80s, Joe Perry's drug addiction had him leave the band for some rehab along with uh, another guitarist, Brad Whitford, but they came back in 1984 Although it seemed like at that time that they had kind of, uh, you know, come and gone. Um, a lot of people uh, kind of just assumed that the band was done with. Uh, you know, Joe Perry was out there recording his own stuff. The Joe Perry Project, Aerosmith wasn't really doing much, I don't think. They had an unfinished album um, that they, they, they couldn't finish up. But in a triumphant return, uh, Joe Perry and Brad Ritford come back in 85 and they start a tour called Done With Mirrors which is an obvious reference to uh, drug use using that mirror as a flat surface to cut up your lines of coke or heroin or whatever you're doing or however you do that um, but then in 1986 they did that massive collabo with uh, hip hop legends Run DMC uh, with the Walk This Way track, which was crazy popular, crazy exposure for both bands within uh, the rock and emerging hip-hop world. Everybody loves that song, you know, including myself. Um, and with that, it seemed like Aerosmith was back, uh, and then they, you know, they achieved a more great success in the 90s after that, so I think uh, that was their second big decade. And that was the decade that Basically, I started to take notice from them um, because uh, that the album that came out in 1992, Get a Grip, uh, was pretty pretty uh, well received. 
and I remember the album cover uh, was pretty cool. It was just a picture of a cow with an Aerosmith tattoo and uh, a pierced udder, which I thought was pretty neat. Uh, Aerosmith appeared on that great, excellent Simpsons episode, the Flaming Mo one. Uh, Wayne and Garth wore their shirts on Wayne's World. And I think they were even in uh, the Wayne's World in Wayne's World Two. They were actually, yeah. And uh, especially important for me, they absolutely broke out uh, 90s teen idol Alicia Silverstone with some videos in the early 90s. Um, in one of them accompanied by Steven Tyler's daughter, Liv Tyler, who was also a, a, a major babe in, in my uh, preteen estimation at that time. Uh, so yeah, so those, those music videos were, were pretty uh, memorable. Um, this album, this Greatest Hits album, is pretty hilarious because it comes out in 1980, right? So it's got eight songs on it, two of which are covers, um, but it does include the, the seminal Aerosmith hits, Sweet Emotion, Walk This Way, and the one we're going to hear today, Dream On. Now, as usual, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a struggle for me to pick this one. I decided not to go with Run DMC because I think we've all heard that song a million times before. I was really tempted to go with Sweet Emotion because it just takes me back to that opening scene of Dazed and Confused where the uh, orange uh, supercharged judge rolls up to the school parking lot. You know, Mila Jovovich in the car rolling up a morning joint for the last day of school. Uh, what a great moment. I still really love that uh, movie and that song. But we are going with what is, in my opinion, the best Aerosmith song, Dream On. So here we go. Here's a little treat for you. Keep dreaming, kids.
Okay, and there we have it, my favorite Aerosmith song. Um, not much more to say about Aerosmith today. <laughs> I think we've gone over uh, quite a bit, all that, all that really needs to be gone over at this point for uh, this band. I just wanted to say one thing uh, in reference to this uh, greatest hits, which, you know, only covered like 15 years of their 45-year career or whatever. The album that came out, um, I think it was called like In The Rut or something, the one that came out while Joe Perry was not in the band. Um, I may be wrong about this, don't quote me on this, but the only successful single off that album was a cover of the Shangri-Las Remember, Walking in the Sand, which is an amazing song, but uh, as I was listening to this record, uh, trying to figure out which song to play, oh man, did Aerosmith ever do a horrible, horrible job covering that awesome song. So if you want to have a laugh, um, listen to the Aerosmith cover of Remember, Walking in the Sand. Uh, not, not to disrespect anybody, you know, but... Uh, yeah, I guess, you know what, I will mention this. Uh, it was funny for me too, because I had to listen to this record in a number of years, and for some reason in my head, uh, I seem to remember that the Aerosmith cover of the Beatles Come Together was really, really good, maybe even better than the Beatles version, but once again, when I listened today, I was like, man, this cover is actually pretty crap. Um, <laughs> stay with the original all the way. <laughs> hey, but that's just my uh, opinion, right? So. Uh, and it's my show, you know, so I do what I want. Um, okay, we're starting to fill up here in the lounge, so I think it's uh, time for me to start making my rounds. So with that, I will wish everyone a wonderful day. I hope you had fun today. I hope you learned something. I hope maybe you heard that song and you were like, oh, what? This song is Aerosmith? I've heard it before. I really liked it. I never really knew what that was. Okay, and so with that, I will say... See you tomorrow.